Was season one of Sonny Gray a success? We'll look at that. We'll break down his year and also look at 2023. What to expect from Sonny Gray in year two of perhaps two total on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Thursday, October 20th. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker, Season 3, hosting a daily podcast on the Minnesota Twins. Season 4, writing about the Twins at TwinsDaily.com. I'm frustrated with myself because I completely omitted a key detail about Max Kepler yesterday in my breakdown of, of what the Twins could get in a trade. The shift, right? I got some comments. I got some tweets. I got some overall push Nash think about the shift think about the shift ban and here's what I'll say about that I do think that it will ultimately help Kepler it's also going to help a lot of other hitters I wouldn't hang my hat on the shift ban making Kepler a 260 270 hitter will he be 240 250 maybe but in his career he's been 232 so some more hits will fall that'll help the overall line that'll help the the batting average the OPS they'll find holes on the right side I don't think it's going to be an end-all, be-all, because think of all the pop-ups. There's pop-ups and weak grounders to first, weak grounders to second. Those aren't going to go away. It's the hard-hit balls into the shift that will ultimately get through now. And I think for Kepler, there are less of those than we might think. So I think it's going to help him. Don't get me wrong, but maybe not as much as we, you know, some Twins fans might think it will, right? I think it will. Maybe not that much. Sonny Gray. Was year one of Sonny Gray a success with the Twins? They traded Chase Petty, their first-round pick from a year ago, for Sonny Gray this offseason, straight out of the lockout. He had a year on his contract with an option year for 2023. $12 million option year. Unquestionably, the, the Twins love that contract. Super cheap 2022, $12 million option in 2023. It's a no-brainer pickup. For Sonny Gray in 2023, he'll once again be one of the frontline starters. Hopefully not the best pitcher on the staff going into 2023, but a frontline starter going into 2023. And here's why. Not a ton of innings this year. We're going to get to that. Was it philosophy? Was it performance? We'll get to that. But 3.08 ERA, that was 25% better than league average. 341 fielding independent pitching. That was his lowest since his lowest in a full season since 2019 when he was great. He was, he was solid. I thought Sonny Gray, when he pitched for the most part in those 24 starts, gave the Twins a chance to win. Only 119 and two-thirds innings, 117 strikeouts, and uh, 36 walks. It was his lowest strikeout rate in terms of percentage since 2018 with the Yankees. So that's interesting. But also his lowest walk rate since 2017 when he was still with the A's, traded to the Yankees at the deadline. He threw more strikes and also sacrificed strikeouts in 2022. I would bet, even though it has fallen you know, the last three years, he'll probably get back up into that 27% range that he's been in most of his career. But you look at the jump in Cincinnati. He had a big strikeout rate jump in Cincinnati. The two-seamer this year was nasty when he was right, 
and it paired well with the curveball, especially against lefties. Slider came and went. You know, at times he had a, a feel for it. Other times, Luis Robert hit it for a grand slam at Target Field. Overall, he had a really nice season. I think the biggest question for him is how are we going to get 150 innings from Sonny Gray in 2023? Now, part of this is he hasn't thrown over 150 innings in a season since 2019. There was the COVID year in 2020. 2021, he only threw 135 and a third. And then this year, 119 and two thirds. So you're he's got to ramp back up to where he was years ago. I think it's possible. He had two hamstring strains this year. He also had a pec strain that dampered his season in a lot of ways because he missed time. You know, he missed at the end of the year. It didn't matter for the twins, but he missed time with the hamstring strain and with the pec strain when the twins were still trying to stay afloat and stay in first place and make the playoffs. He had strains, muscle problems this year and specifically cited in Dan Hayes's article when he wrote about Michael Salazar and the firing of Michael Salazar hamstring strains, you know, two in a season for a pitcher seems like that's that's avoidable, hopefully, for 2023. Maybe not, maybe it's not, but hopefully that's avoidable. That in and of itself will help him get to that 150-inning benchmark in 2023. Also, there was a lot of discussion this year about Sonny Gray getting pulled early, right? And I do think it happened. I think it happened. There were times when he probably should have stayed in, and other times when when he shouldn't have been, and there was angst for both that Sonny Gray should have stayed in the game. This split to me highlights it perfectly. Sonny Gray in the fifth inning of game. So when you think about a start, right? And if somebody's going to go six or seven, usually they have to have a good fifth inning. And if they have a good fifth inning, they go back out there for the sixth. They have a good sixth, they go back for the seventh, and so on. Sonny Gray in the fifth inning this year, which is like a teeter inning. He's he's very good one through four. We saw that all year. Innings one through four, especially the first inning when you see a lot of pitchers struggle, he held opponents to a 464 OPS, 195 batting average. Very good in the first inning. Very good in the first four innings. In the fifth inning this year, 19 games. So 19 of his starts went into the fifth. 716 ERA. He gave up four home runs in 16 and a third. Earned runs off the charts. 66 at-bats, 20 hits, 20 for 66 with three doubles and four homers, six walks and 14 strikeouts. Opponents OPS at 899 in the fifth inning. 303 batting average in that fifth inning. What does that mean? Is that fixable? Is that random? What does that mean for Sonny Gray? It could mean a lot of things. We'll get to it after this word from Roan. It's really hard to find comfortable dress clothing as a male. The dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man. Mobility is everything. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. I'm telling you, it is so comfortable. It's You can wear it anywhere. You can wear it around the house. It's that comfortable. It's that cozy. And it's only at Roan. The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E.com slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort. How can Sonny Gray get deeper into games? 
in 2023. Philosophy is part of it. And I've made that case. They need to let their starters at times go a little bit deeper into these games. But Sonny Gray's got to pitch better in the middle innings, and specifically in the fifth inning. That that ERA and the line is, is sky high in that one inning, and that's arguably the most decisive inning in whether you're going to go deep into a game, right? Because if you blow up in the fourth, not even blow up. Let's say you give up three runs in the fourth. You're, you're more likely to come out in the fifth than if you give up three runs in the fifth you're less likely to come out in the sixth than you would be to come in the fifth after giving up runs in the fourth, if that makes sense. So I think for him, obviously, I think there's some randomness to this, but I also think there was some durability, right? I think there were durability problems throughout this year with not only just the injuries, but also when he came back, trying to sustain deeper into starts, the twins can work on that by letting him go when he's, when he's looking good and he can work on that with hopefully staying healthier, but that's you know less of, of him. Maybe it is with the hamstrings, but you're just hoping for better injury luck in 2023. Also, with two outs and runners in scoring position, so those tight spots, you know, two outs, runners in scoring position, Sonny Gray, 864 opponents OPS this year with a triple and a homer, three doubles, 12 for 42. So he got beat around a little bit in close Two outs, runners in scoring position in high leverage spots. He gave up an 8-10 OPS. Got to be better in those tighter spots and especially in the middle innings in those tighter spots because that's usually when that can happen. You know, you're coming through a lineup a second or a third time. That can happen for a pitcher. When you look at his arsenal, the fastball, he threw his four-seamer more this year, a little bit more than he did in 2021. More four-seamers. Less sinkers. He was more four-seam, and that pitch got beat around a little bit, but not horribly. You know, expected Wobat 315 on the four-seamer. It's super high spin, 2,500 RPMs on that four-seamer. And then the sinker, he can spot that up, and when he's spotting it up, is super tough. Expected Woba on his top four pitches all at 315 or less. He's stingy. He misses barrels. When you watch him, you can tell he misses barrels. That slider, that high-spin slider – the usage only down to 11%, and the numbers say that was his best pitch. His, his slider was his best pitch in 2022, but he threw it less than the curveball. Curveball also graded out well, but the slider in terms of expected weighted on base average, which we know, quality of contact, expected quality of contact, his slider was his best pitch. So I wonder if he'll go more four-seam slider in 2023 and, and see the, the impact of that or sinker slider again really lean into sinker slider, less four seamers, less curveballs, sinker slider to righties, and then you flip in those curves to lefties. We'll see if he changes anything. He did a little bit, and I think he's a field pitcher too, where he gets so much movement on his pitches, it can be hard. And you saw sometimes the five walk outing against Toronto can be difficult for him if he's just a little bit off, just a little bit off in his command. He, he relies on weaker contact and he relies on that movement enough where if he starts to walk guys, it can become a problematic outing. Overall, I would say it was a, a solid first season for Sonny Gray. But in a lot of ways, this trade will be graded by the second year. And he's going to be 33 in November. He's not getting any younger, but he's still young enough. He still looks good enough. The velocity is still there where he could do this, hopefully, a 308 ERA, you know, an ERA plus at 125 over 150, 160, 170 innings in 2023. The key with Sonny is just throw more innings. And the, the Twins have work to do in that area. Sonny has work to do in that area. I hate how it's always 
one or the other. It's the Twins' fault that Sonny Gray doesn't go deeper into games. Partially, it's also partially Sonny Gray's fault that he doesn't go deeper into games. He gets destroyed in the fifth inning. You know, the the third time through the order stats on him are more even, and you'd expect that because he gets so much movement, because he throws a lot of pitches, he keeps hitters off balance, and when he's right, he's really right. And if the Twins let him see a lineup a third time, it's usually because he's looking good that day. He, he has work to do in those middle innings. The Twins also need to trust him as a frontline starter in this rotation to go deeper into games. I think he's still a frontline starter. I think he's still, you know, a game two, game three playoff starter, hopefully for the Twins, you know, in the playoffs in 2023, if they have a, a very good offseason and, and a lot of things go right next year. But I, I like Sonny. I like watching him pitch. I, um, I think this was a good trade. And we'll see. We'll, we won't know for a while because Chase Petty is just – He's far away. He's far away from the majors, and, and we're not going to know on grading this trade for a while. But Chase Petty went up to high A, in case anybody's wondering, for Cincinnati and had a 440 ERA at high A. Good strikeout rate. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see on him. Who knows? He's 19. You know, he's going to be 20 in next April. So it's uh, the, the jury's out for a while. What we know is what Sonny did in, in 2022 was solid. And I think, again, in a lot of ways, this deal will be evaluated based on 2023. With all that being said about Sonny and, and my belief that he still is a frontline starter, you look since 2019, the last four seasons, ERA plus at 133. And if you extrapolate that over those four seasons and compare it to every other starter in Major League Baseball, he measures out really, really well. He's got to throw more innings, and again, I think that's a team effort. It's a team effort here, trying to keep him healthier, trying to keep him on the mound, get him more starts. He's got to throw more games. But among pitchers who have started at least 90 games since 2019 in ERA+, plus, we'll look at where Sonny Gray ranks here. He's in good shape. He's in really good shape. 133 ranks eighth since 2019. 134, so they rounded up in this one. Eighth. In all of baseball, you have Max Scherzer, one at 155, then Shane Bieber, Max Freed, Brandon Woodruff, Garrett Cole, Sandy Alcantara, Lance Lynn is tied with Sonny Gray at 134. You know who's next at 133? Luis Castile since 2019. So Sonny's in really good company, but you look at this list and he does have less innings than a lot of these guys. So got to get him out there, hopefully for 150 innings. When he pitches, he's shown you he's very good. He's a frontline starter. They need to go out and add somebody better than Sonny Gray this offseason, in my opinion. If we go into 2023 and Sonny Gray or Tyler Malley is your best pitcher, however you view that, I think that's problematic for the Twins. I think they need to go out and get somebody who's better than Gray or Malley. I don't think there's any question about that because they have the money to spend. If you're not going to spend it on Correa, which hopefully they do, hopefully they do, but they have the money to spend. They have resources where they can go out and get a better starter than Sonny Gray or a better starter than Tyler Malley. I think it's possible. If, if Sonny Gray is your number two, you're feeling good, right? And that's, that's how I look at this. If Sonny Gray is your number two, you're feeling good going into 2023. If Tyler Malley is your number three, you're feeling good, less so because you don't know how many innings he's going to pitch, right, with his shoulder. I, I when the twins traded for Sonny Gray, I was excited because I've always liked him and I thought he was a, a really nice fit at this time for this team. If you can keep those two healthy, Mally and Gray in 2023, the the floor of the rotation 
is just raised so much. And then if you go out and get that frontline starter, that like true number one, hopefully, you have a really nice top three. Since 2020, minimum 50 games started in ERA plus, Sonny Gray ranks 27th in baseball, Tyler Malley ranks 30th. So if they, if you think of it as one through 30 is your number ones, right, in ERA plus or ERA FIP, whatever you want to look at. In this case, we'll look at ERA plus because it's ballpark adjusted. Malley, higher ERA at Great American Ballpark. This is adjusted for that, which is why I like it. 100 is league average. If you think of one through 30, those are your number ones, right? Those are your number ones. Number one on this list is actually Max Freed. Number two is Corbin Burns. But those are your number ones. Carlos Rodon is ninth, hint, hint. If you went out and added somebody like Rodon or somebody in this top 30, you view as in the top 10, then you have three of the top 30 since 2020 in terms of ERA+. And all of a sudden, you're like, I feel really good about this rotation, right? The, the health questions are, are bigger on Mally and even on Sonny Gray and even on Rodon, if it's Carlos Rodon. But all of a sudden, this rotation looks – it goes from, eh, it's deeper – but it's not it's not going to blow anybody away to oh now it's really deep and now they have a true number 1 and if Mally can stay healthy which before this season you know he was a he was a workhorse right he threw 180 innings last year for Cincinnati not many before that but he threw 180 innings in 2021 had 130 in 2019 in the in the covid season he didn't pitch much 47 and 2 thirds but i guess nobody really pitched much in the covid season he started 9 games if you can do that, now you're cooking. Now we're talking about a real rotation. And, and it, it does, a lot of it does lie within Sonny Gray. Like just be yourself for 150 innings. It's, it's very simple. It's easier said than done, but just be yourself for 150 innings in 2023. And if he does that, the Twins are going to be in, in much better shape. Something I love about Sonny is he's so tough on lefties. This year, lefties had a 553 OPS against him. Righties, 710. So righties were a lot better than lefties. I love that about him because he's still tough on righties. He's still tough because he has that deep arsenal and that slider is a great pitch. He just needs to throw it more, I think, against righties. At target field this year, 13 starts, 266 ERA. He was absolutely fantastic. And in the second half of the season, his ERA dropped by a run and a half, basically, to 238. He He's known to be a second-half guy. In 2019, he did something very similar in, in one of his best seasons of his career. In the first half, he had a 359 ERA. In the second half, he had a 212 ERA. So he's done that before. If he can do that again in 2023, that would really benefit the Twins. So a lot of this for him is let's replicate what just happened. Let's replicate the season you just had. Let's try to find a way to cut out those, those hammy strains. Let's try to cut out that pec strain. 150, 170 innings. If you could get up and get beyond that, great. Like, great. The Twins have a say in that. They have a say in how long he stays in, how many innings he throws. But I think the goal should be because I'm not saying, you know, pitchers today, there are very, Farmer Valdez pitched just over 200 innings and he led the American League in innings. Sonny Gray has thrown, he threw 175 and a third back in 2019. So I'm saying 150 to 170 at this level is a, is a very good outcome and I think should be the goal in 2023 you're asking for a bump of 30 to 50 innings which I don't know what is that six more starts seven more starts it makes 30 starts in 2023 at this level twins will be in good shape twins will be in really good shape 
Nice year for Sonny Gray, who's worth 2.3 wins above replacement at baseball reference. Frontline starter when he pitched a lot of the time, and I expect more of the same in 2023. What did you think of Sonny Gray's first season with the Twins? What do you think of that trade looking back? For me, we'll talk about it after 2023 as well, and when we see what, what happens with Chase Petty. But I could also see the Twins extending Sonny Gray, and that would change the scope of it. So we'll see. Jury's out. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Sully's the best. It's postseason baseball. You're going to want to hear from Sully. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today. We'll be back on Monday. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Go Twins.